Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. If more men said no to their country, stood up, manned up and said no, I've got children, I'm planning on having children, I've got a girlfriend, I've got a wife, I've got a mother, I've got a father, I've got a family. It would crush too many people if I died. No. My family, my religion come before my country. Sorry, I can't go. Then more boys would be able to celebrate Father's Day. If you hear a fan in the background, it's because there's a fan in the background. Got another heat wave going on in Southern California. Hey, it's Looney. JT is in Florida visiting his parents, who are both in their 80s. And if you know JT, his best friend is his father. And he hasn't been able to see him or his mother since COVID-19 hit on March 11th. That's the date I have circled in my head. The day the music died. So, uh, and I haven't been able to see my mother since March 11th either. Uh, out of uh, safety precautions. So it's great that he can go see them and spend some time with his parents. So it's Looney flying solo on the JT and Looney podcast. Episode 53. During football season, we always start the podcast with a pick. A pick of the week. A stone-cold lead pipe lock. I was the first one ever to say that. I know the great Tony Bruno and Mike and Mike used it all the time, but Mike and Mike stole that from me after I stole it from Tony Bruno. And if you'll remember last week, I told you to load up on the Raiders. This week's Tony Bruno, Tom Looney, Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock, is uh, the Ravens. They're giving away seven and a half points against the Eagles. The Ravens are bum slayers. They beat bums, and the Eagles are bums. Ravens only have, uh, I, I think that in the past couple of years, Lamar Jackson has had two losses. Two. Both of those to the Kansas City Chiefs. And don't fact check me on that. I'm the guy with the microphone. I must be right. So pretty much carve it in stone that the Baltimore Ravens can beat anybody in the National Football League with Lamar Jackson at quarterback unless they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Just give, give away the points with the Ravens. Load up on the Ravens. And remember, we have a great sponsor here on the JT and Looney podcast. Bet online. Go to betonline.ag, uh, and it's first of all, they have some really cool props. You know I love the props, and they're, uh, they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Since puberty, I have not gone to bed before 2 a.m., so a lot of times late at night, I can check out the cool props at BetOnline, and it's true. I haven't been able to... Uh, my metabolism is... Uh, the type of metabolism where I hate to get out of bed in the morning because I work out all the time, so I have a low heart rate, so it's hard for me to wake up. And then I never want to go to bed. I have to make myself go to bed two, two thirty, three in the morning. So hate waking up, hate going to bed. So when I'm up all the time, 18, 19, 20 hours a day, betonline.ag is where I go. Game spreads, totals. Uh, coaching props, player props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place on planet Earth. Head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Betonline.ag. Sign up. 
tell them JT and Looney sent you. That'll get you a wooden nickel. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Oh my God, a wooden nickel reference. Now that's like from the 1800s. I don't know what made me say it, but it's the JT and Looney podcast episode 53, the Daryl Dawkins Chocolate Thunder episode. A lot of times when you do this for a living, you speak, you use a microphone, you're a motivational speaker, you're a talk show host, a sports talk show host, a monologist in one way or another, politician. Anytime you use words for a living, a lot of times when you're alone in the car, you end up practicing monologues and spoken word in the area of your passion. And I find myself doing it a lot of times when I'm hiking or running. The great park behind me, a thousand acres, county-owned park, and it's not one of the popular ones here in the City of Angels, and so I use it a lot. A lot of times I don't take, no, I never, I should say, I never take any earbuds with me because I want to, Take time for wonder. I want to hear the birds. I want to hear nothing. It's terrific. I'm right in the middle of the city of Los Angeles, but you wouldn't know it. There's a lake at the top. And during the day, especially pre-COVID, there's never anybody in this park. Said the lake to myself. So I walk, run, and hike in this park. And a lot of times when there's social, political, sports issues, Bouncing around in my empty head, I record it uh, into the uh, into my iPhone, into the recording device in my iPhone. And so, here's some of those. And keep in mind, I, I mentioned a lot of times I'll be hiking in the woods, but in a few of these, I'm in the car, or I'm part of my hike or my run might be on a city street. Most of the time, you'll just hear huffing and puffing and the silence of the nature. Other times, you'll be hearing sounds of the city. It's kind of cool. I think it is. Hope you do. This is me over the course of the past year, alone with my iPhone and my own thoughts. The proliferation of gyms and the explosion and the interest in exercise is wonderful. The downside is manners. Gyms don't teach manners. They need more memberships in order to survive. Small margins in making money with a gym. And if you tell people there are lots of rules, they won't join. So they don't tell people any rules. And it's complete anarchy. So people are ignorant of the rules. And anyone who's ignorant of the rules, anyone who doesn't know they're being an asshole is worse than an asshole himself. When somebody is an asshole and they know they're being an asshole, it's curable. If you're an ill-mannered person, but you don't even know it, it's incurable. There's no difference between racism and venereal disease. With venereal disease, if you ignore it and hope it goes away, it doesn't, and you eventually go blind or become insane. If you ignore... The conversation of racism, refuse to admit it exists, it doesn't go away. 
you just continue to remain blind to the issue and eventually your country goes insane. One thing, a real downside of listening to talk radio and sports talk radio in your car all day is after you get out of your car, you're singing 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS over and over in your head. Or, get in the zone, out of the zone. Shit like that. When you're talking about secret societies in the deep state, etc., dot, 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 the great part is you can just make everything up. Dot, dot, dot. Because secret societies don't have spokespersons. Dot, dot, dot. Because usually they don't even exist. Dot, dot, dot. So non-existent secret societies can't defend themselves from the made-up bullshit. Dot, dot, dot. Because they don't even exist in the first place. Dot, dot, dot. So they can't hire a spokesperson. Dot, dot, dot. To let you know that you're being lied to. Anybody who is missing out on Dr. Sanjay Gupta taking questions on Zoom from people is really lucky that they don't get to see it. People are unbelievably stupid with their questions. Oh, um, doctor, I have an 84-year-old aunt. She's a cancer survivor. She's in remission. I have COVID and syphilis. When's a good time to pop by the house and tongue kiss her? Jesus. There's people with these fucking questions. I won the Most Humble Man in America Award in 2019. It's a huge trophy. I've got it in my house under flashing lights. Right in my living room. Can't miss it when you walk in the house. I remember the first time I realized... I was extraordinarily humble. I was feeding the poor downtown. I had a masturbation issue for a long time. Started probably, I would say, when I was 12. Been going to therapy for it. I really got a hold of my masturbation issue. Really got a hold of it last week. I think we had a breakthrough last week. We can all fail at times in our character and at our jobs when we think that no one is looking. A lot of times that is the real test of your character is how you're behaving when you think no one's looking. And I think the outrage... And, and police are humans. And so they, at times, when they don't know we're recording them, do awful things, as human beings sometimes can do in all professions and all walks of life when they think no one is looking. People misbehave. And I think the outrage with the George Floyd case was everyone was looking and videotaping. As an officer with his hands in his pockets, 
knelt on a guy's neck for nine minutes. The time has come. You've seen the map. We've looked at the figures, and NBC News now makes its projection for the presidency. Ronald Wilson Reagan of California, a sports announcer, a film actor, a governor of California, is our projected winner. We've got the election coming up. And there is a narrative that we're a deeply divided nation. I always want to remind people that we're not. We're a narrowly divided nation. Uh, our elections, especially since 2000, but even if you want to go all the way back to 1960, have been really close. So we're a narrowly divided nation, not a deeply divided nation. Our presidential candidates don't win in landslides, generally. We're generally, narrowly divided. One thing I want to point out, even though when you take a look at the polls, you got the polls, you got Biden doing well in the polls, everyone says, remember 2016! You know, and when, when it comes to the polls, people really don't believe in the polls unless the polls <laughs> agree with what they believe. And one of the things you have to remember, too, with the election coming up, I always think of the Electoral College like the suburban housewife that gives every kid a juice box and a trophy. There are no losers on this team. Everybody's name gets put in the newsletter. Everybody at the end of the year gets a, a trophy. Everybody at the end of the game gets a, ju a juice box. The Electoral College is the trophy and juice box of politics. Because even when you don't win, sometimes they give the loser the presidential trophy and the presidency itself. God damn it with the goddamn dogs. In and out. Go, go, get out. How many times you got to come in and out? I don't mind the dogs coming in. But it was this in and out thing tonight. In and out and in and out and in and out. It totally breaks my concentration. Where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. Electoral College. Yeah, the Electoral College is like a trophy and a, ju a juice box. I keep saying trophy and jukebox. <laughs> uh, it's, it gives the loser a trophy even when he doesn't deserve a trophy. It gave George W. Bush the winner's trophy, even though he lost by 400,000 votes to Al Gore, uh, gave Trump the loser, the trophy, and the presidency in a juice box, even though he lost by 3 million votes to Hillary Clinton. So one thing we always have to keep in mind is that quirky little suburban mother called the Electoral College, who might give the loser the presidential trophy and the juice box, and the winner will go home. And the question is, since they never seem to get this right, which winner might go home? In 2016, they kept saying, well, Trump could win the popular vote, but Hillary might sneak in with the Electoral College. Nobody, not one person, predicted it the other way around. And in 2000, with Gore and Bush, nobody predicted that circus. Nobody. So, uh, but I don't think that that's going to happen this time. Uh, the election will be over on election night at 
11 o'clock Eastern Time. That's 8 o'clock Pacific Time. When the polls close on the West Coast, and they automatically can call California and Oregon, Nevada, Colorado, and Washington blue, most likely that will put Joe Biden over the top. It's a big difference in the polls from 2020 than 2016. One of them is they didn't want to have the perception of being wrong again four years later. The polls weren't wrong in 2016 for those who paid really close attention. Uh, the reason why Trump won, because he had some upsets in Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. Ohio wasn't as much of an upset, but Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania were all upsets because Hillary was ahead in the polling, but not by much. She was only ahead by the margin of error. So technically, those polls weren't wrong and weren't as wrong as the perception that people had. Now, the national poll was pretty on the money because Hillary won by 3 million votes. So they always had Hillary ahead comfortably, but the national poll isn't really the one that matters. What really matters this year is the polling in Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nevada, Arizona, North Carolina, and in all of those states pretty consistently. For the entire year, Joe Biden has been leading by more than the margin of error, although you need to leave out with that comment, Ohio, Florida, North Carolina. Those seem to be the most hotly contested contests. In Michigan, people, people love Michigan. Michiganders love Michigan. I shouldn't say people love Michigan. People from Michigan love Michigan the way people from Texas love Texas. If you ever spend any amount of time in Texas, people have a Texas flag in their home. You go to home after home. Liberals, conservatives, and those fence riders in the middle all have a Texas flag in their home. It's really cool. And Michiganders, I don't know that they have a Michigan flag in their home. I haven't spent much time in Michigan, but I do know they love Michigan. And when the president attacked their governor over the past several months, uh, the, the governor's from Michigan. She's a Democrat, but Michiganders stick up for Michigan. So I think that hurt him uh, back during the early days of COVID. So I think he can kiss Michigan goodbye. Uh, Wisconsin polling has been heavily in favor of Joe Biden and if he just wins and turns around, Hillary lost Michigan, Wisconsin, and and uh, and Pennsylvania, and that was the that was the election. And it looks like Joe Biden's going to win Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, and add some states that quite possibly add some states that Hillary lost, like Arizona, Georgia, Florida, and. I don't think Texas is going blue, but it's close. And when things are close in Texas, that's not good for the Republican candidate. And I'm just looking at the numbers here and just stating facts. I'm not uh, opining in terms of my personal preference, which is Joe Biden, because I want less chaos. Will we have less chaos? I don't know. I'm just hoping with Joe we have some less chaos. Who says we will? Who says I'm right? Uh, I always have a, a sense of humor when it comes to politics, something a lot of people forget about. 
Uh, who says I'm right? I have all kinds of opinions on social political issues, mostly very Catholic, more than liberal, mostly very Catholic, more than uh, blue. Uh, I went to Catholic schools, and so many of the uh, beliefs that I have are Catholic versus blue. I didn't give up my religion for my political party like so many Americans have. It's kind of sad. And if you, you know, and with Catholicism, some parts of Catholicism are very conservative, like anti-abortion, and some are liberal, like you know, hide immigrants in your basement, like they do in the basement of the Catholic churches in Southern California. And you know, the Catholic Church has always been anti-nuke during the anti-nuke movement of the eighties. Uh, Thou shalt not kill is taken very seriously in the Catholic religion, so it's always been a, in modern times, anti-war, pro-peace, religion, and so, uh, and pro-healthcare, and pro-life. Pro-life just doesn't mean anti-abortion, it means pro-healthcare, anti-death penalty. So, in America, if you've, if you've got a Catholic upbringing, uh, and you're not in politics, you are all over the place in terms of red and blue and liberal and conservative if you, if you still stick with those beliefs. So anyway, the, uh, I, I do believe that the election will be over. The reason why there won't be as much chaos as they've been talking about is chaos is not predictable. Anytime you have true chaos, a tsunami, an earthquake, a revolution... A lot of times, didn't see it coming because politics is not a science. Even though my major was political science and a lot of universities still call it political science, it's not a science. It's a study because it involves human beings and human beings are not predictable. And polling has helped us with predicting human behavior. And the polling numbers, uh, I, would, I believe them. Uh, it's easy to say you don't believe them. It's easy to call candidates the lesser of two evils. This is the, this is the best we can come up with. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, there, there was a nominating process, and uh, if they are both evil, then we are evil. They're Americans. If, if we're picking from the lesser of two evils, then who are we? We're the evil people that nominated them. Oh, that's right. We're not evil. And neither are they. It's just a cliche usually stated by people who, don't, who would rather spout that cliche than say they're not interested. What's wrong with saying you're not interested? I'm not interested. I don't like politics. It's too negative and nasty. Why don't people just say that instead of saying, looks like we have to vote for the lesser of two evils. This is the best we can do. Ugh. Tired cliches. And if you know me over the years, nothing drives me crazier than tired, lame, cliches. Oh. Well, that's it for the JT and Looney podcast. Don't take any wooden nickels. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. Keep your saddle oiled and your gun greased. Let's blow this popsicle stand, okay? That's all she wrote. Time to pour water on the fire and call in the dogs. Smell you later. Peace out. Y'all come back now. Here.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.